This is Janice Malone, host of Film Festival Radio Show, and today I have a new interview for you. I spoke with the award-winning journalist Nick Borelli, who is also the host, executive producer, and co-creator of a new eight-part docu-series that's on Paramount Plus, streaming starting today, November 7th. Uh, the series is titled De La Calle, and it explores the evolution of Latin music and its influence on culture around the world. And uh, Nick, as I said, he is not only the host, but he is the co-creator and executive producer of the eight-part series. And he's about to discuss the series and the impact on the multiple music genres that Latin music has had uh, an influence around the world. So let's take a listen to award-winning journalist Nick Borelli as he chats about his new series, De La Calle, on Paramount Plus, starting today, November 7th. Take a listen. This is Nick. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Nick. So nice to chat with you uh, early this morning. So uh, just let everybody know we are talking about to start talking with award-winning journalist Nick Barilli. Is that the correct pronunciation or is it Barilli? Uh, no, Barilli. You're right. Barilli. Okay. And you are the host, executive producer, and co-creator of a new eight-part docu-series on Paramount Plus, and is titled, is it De La Calle? Uh, de La Calle uh, means from the street. From the street. Okay. As we can see, I'm not very good with Spanish, but I am starting taking lessons starting on the 15th of this month. Yay. Finally. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so maybe the next time we do an interview, maybe I can converse with you entirely in Spanish. And so wouldn't that be a great feather for me, at least? It, it's it's funny you say that because one of the, the challenges of this series for me is that it's one of the first bilingual series and I go back and forth speaking English and Spanish and Spanish is my first language. But as you can tell, I speak English a lot more. So there was definitely some challenges sometimes when I couldn't think of the words and the artists helped me out or whoever helped me out. So language is definitely a, a thing. And I think for me, it's important that, that we try, that we try to learn other languages. We might not be perfect at speaking them, but I think it's the effort and the intentionality of it that's the most important. I totally agree with you, Nick. That's why my classes are starting on the 15th. Well, <laughs> as I said, Paramount Plus, uh, the series starts today, starts streaming. And so tell us all about the series. I'll, I'll just tease by saying it explores the evolution of Latin music and the, how it has influenced cultures around the world. So tell us the rest of the story. Uh, yeah, uh, De La Calle is a, a series that uh, looks at different cultures and different music that were, that were birthed from the street. Uh, whether we're talking about hip hop, we, you know, we go to New York and we examine how Latinos contributed to, to the creation of hip hop. Then we go to Panama, uh, Puerto Rico, Cuba, Spain, Colombia, Argentina, and Mexico for season one. Uh, and we explore how, how different cultures uh, and different genres that were birthed from the street are now impacting uh, a global culture and how uh, a lot of uh, neighborhoods that didn't have a, a lot where we're talking financial, you know, resources uh, were able to to create cultures that are now are being heard throughout the world. And so, uh, again, it sounds like that you gentlemen and your crew and everyone traveled the globe, actually, 
So is there any particular common denominator thread within the music that's affecting and having a great impact on all the, all these different countries musically? Yeah, I think culturally, you know, as we travel through through Latin America and Spain, I think we have a lot more in common uh, that than we do have differences. Obviously, every country has its own history, but I think what's beautiful and what I felt, you know, going from from city to city was there's a warmthness of of, of Latin culture that everyone just kind of opened up their arms and embraced us like we were family. Even though you know I knew some of the artists, but there's a lot of artists that I didn't know. Uh, and they just opened their arms and, and treated us like family and were excited to, to share their stories. Uh, and I think that's a beautiful thing. You know, I think, uh, the music and, and all the different places that we went to, it's almost like a gumbo, right? It's like a, a soup that has a lot of different elements and to see how, you know, each country had their own local cultures, but then were influenced by different places, whether they're influenced by the U.S. or by a neighboring cult, uh, country or, you know, uh, a lot of different places. I think it's beautiful to see how each country made their, their own tasty soup that we're now uh, enjoying through, uh, throughout the world. And what a tasty soup it is throughout the world. So speaking of artists, tell us about some of the uh, the artists and performers that we're going to see. Uh, yeah, every episode, you know, we talk to anywhere between 10 to 18 artists. Uh, some of them are more well-known in the Latin space, like a, a Nikki Jam or uh, Jesse Reyes or, or Fade or Residente from Calle 13 or Fat Joe or Nori. But we also took time, or Gente de Sona, but we also took time uh, to talk to a lot of the pioneers because I think it's important not just to talk to our superstars, but to also talk to the people that that help lay down the bricks to to help this culture. And a lot of them don't have the celebrity or the big hits, but they were important in creating these movements. And I think it's important, you know, that uh, we go beyond the the songs to really understand the people and the cultures that help birth these movements. I also see in my notes that uh, the series also kind of explores the different political factions and issues that Latin music uh, has influenced throughout the world. Give us a couple of examples that we might see politically speaking. Yeah, I think it's important to understand the context everywhere that we go. For example, uh, you know, understanding the history of, of Panama, for example, and how uh, to build the Panama Canal, uh, a lot of people from Jamaica and from the Caribbean had to come over to help build the canal. And when they brought, they came to Panama, they brought reggae with them, right? So when you bring reggae to a Spanish-speaking country, uh, people like the rhythms, but they wanted to hear uh, the songs in Spanish. So we go from reggae to reggae in Espanol, which is the same reggae songs, but translated to Spanish. And then from that, people started to use the rhythm, but put their own lyrics to their own songs to it. And that really became uh, the bed for what we now call reggaeton, which was, you know, uh, it, then it moved to Puerto Rico and Puerto Rico took some of the things that were happening in Panama, some of the things that were happening in the U.S. with their own culture and kind of mixed it all in and created, if we're going with the, the soup analogy, you know, created their their own, uh, you know, thing by uh, incorporating all these different elements. But I think as we travel through Latin America, different factors like the building of the Panama Canal, uh, you know, that really affect uh, the culture and affect the people. And and when that happens, you get to hear that uh, through the music. And, you know, in, in Puerto Rico is another example. When uh, reggaeton first started out, the government uh, didn't like it because uh, of the dancing and certain lyrics. So they actually tried to censor it. Uh, so, uh, you know, I think there's 
the culture, subcultures, and 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 governments and history. It's all it's all mixed together in the same way that uh, the Bourdain used food uh, to travel the world and talk about culture. You know, we're using music as a conduit to have larger conversations about our society. So, as you travel throughout the world, all of these different countries, were there any surprises uh, as you were doing your research that kind of surprised you to find out? Yeah, I think uh, everywhere that I went, uh, you know, there were surprises. I spent many years doing research, but there's nothing like actually going to the cultures and and hearing it from the pioneers. I mean, a perfect example is uh, a genre like cumbia, for for example. It started in Colombia, but now is more popular in places like Mexico and Argentina because the youth took the the original cumbia and they changed it. In Mexico, for example, uh, they slowed down the the beats per minute of cumbia. So now it's a lot slower. And then there's artists like uh, Santa Fe Clan in Mexico who takes a slowed down cumbia and he raps and sings to it, uh, but then he plays his accordion over it. So it's like this mixture of cultures that are partly, you know, accordion uh, music from you know is influenced santa fe in mexico but then he's influenced by this culture uh of, of that comes from colombia but then he's taking rap that is connected to to hip-hop and and to culture in the u.s so it's a, it's a beautiful thing how uh as we travel we see how things are influenced not only locally but uh in, in from different places as well that is amazing i find it so cool as, as to how an accordion can just you know, you think of an accordion, oh, that's kind of corny. No, no, no. When it gets with different elements and other sounds of music, accordion music is just beautiful, just fabulous. Mm-hmm. Really yeah, does. I think that's the, the beauty of, of what we saw is that in a lot of genres, uh, you know, some of it is invented and some of it is remixed. Mm-hmm. So when you remix something, you're taking elements from from different cultures and bringing them all together. And I think uh, that's a, a beautiful representation of, of youth culture that takes some elements from the past and then creates some elements from from their their own experience and, and creates something new with a, a combination of those things. Well, I think that it is long needed. And uh, again, it just explores and just shows, as you mentioned earlier, just how connected we all really are, especially when it comes to music and dance and such as well. So what? Yeah, it's, it, no, I, I think the power of music to unites us. I, you know, I, I I treat music like I treat food. Like I don't know how uh, how I survive every day. You know, the first thing I do, I actually don't drink coffee, so the first thing I do is play music. So it's uh, to me, music <laughs> is essential to life. Uh, and I think when we're able to find that connection, uh, you know, we're able to feel a little closer as human beings. We might be from different cultures, but we can relate to movement or melody or you know a drum pattern or whatever it is that that people are uh, drawn to. I think that's a good uh, a good tip for people who are trying to break some of the caffeine addiction. Play some music instead of that third or fourth cup of coffee there. That's great. <laughs> that's great, Nick. So once again, uh, pronounce it for me again. De La Calle, is that it? De La Calle, yep, De La- you got it. Okay, De La Calle is premiering Paramount Plus today, November 7th. And is there a particular website that accompanies the series or what? Uh, there isn't a website that accompanies the series, but for anyone who doesn't have uh, Paramount Plus, uh, you can use the promo code De La Calle to get a, a free one-month trial to to check it out and hopefully watch De La Calle. You can also find me 
uh, on uh, on the social media uh, at Nicholas R. Barilli, uh, and you can stay informed that way of, of the, the different things that are going on with De La Calle. Oh, great. Thank you, Paramount Plus, for that um, you know freebie there to try it out. So, nope. okay. We, Nick- we want everyone to be able to watch it. Absolutely. Well, Nick, thank you so much, and congratulations on the success of uh, finishing this eight-part series. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. Okay, take Have care. Have a good one. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another edition of Film Festival Radio with your host, Janice Malone. Be sure to download this and other episodes at filmfestivalradio.com. Stop the glass and film festival.